Hello, hello, and welcome, welcome, Jaima. It is Raquel, and thanks so much for tuning in to Your Own Magic, a podcast for the creative and the curious soul. And the sponsors you hear today and their special offers will be linked in the show notes, of course, along with ways to connect with the Your Own Magic community. And, oh boy, the break along the ocean was so soothing and so necessary for the soul. I felt my human was so cluttered and now I'm slowly allowing myself to get back into the groove, back into things. Even though I'm still traveling, I'm at a different location, a different hotel this week, but I'm setting up to do interviews again soon. I'm still doing more solos for the summer as there are more questions that are in the topic box uh, that is on the euromagic.life website. I'm itching to answer and if you have a question or a topic you'd like to share then feel free to send it, submit it to the topic box on the website at yourownmagic.life. I definitely read them all, and hopefully that however I answer it, it resonates with you. It may not. That's okay. Take what resonates, pocket it, and allow whatever doesn't to just float away. We're all uniquely wired, uniquely different humans with wildly different experiences, thankfully. That's why, you know, I I consider myself more of a soul sister along this journey with you, sifting out the mess of this human life, and then a spiritual teacher. Maybe one day when I'm like 60 and have fully lived, you know? We'll see. But right now, I still I still feel like I'm young. 32. I'm, you guys, I'm gonna be 32 this month. That's wild. That is wild. Still young, even with an old soul, still young. And if my chart was read correctly, then apparently I have something really magical to look forward to in my 32nd year of life and my 33rd when an astrologist looked at the transits. So, uh, I hope they're right. And I think that it's nice to hear that because maybe even subconsciously I'll be looking for it. There's going to be some magic that happens. But let's be honest, there's always magic that happens, especially when you live a lifestyle where you really practice a lot of self-care. Oh my gosh. And I, I know this because I've experienced the contrast where I didn't take the time for myself, where I didn't meditate, where I wasn't allowing myself to express my human through journaling. I would sequester myself and I wouldn't allow my human to fully live. And during moments like that, it's easy to forget that magic is not around. But at the same time, I mean, I've expressed this time and time and again, that contrast is so beautiful because man, when you step out of that and you see the light, you see the sunny day and you take care of yourself, your soul, you allow yourself to take time to meditate, to practice breath work, to do yoga or whatever movement soothes you. However, tapping into your breath soothes you, inspires you, or challenges you, or restores something within you. That, my friends, it's nearly impossible to not wake up and feel like there's going to be some magic that comes to me today because you do feel better. Sure, there are going to be days where you're blue and life might throw you a curveball that will be challenging and you need to navigate. 
However, even if your mind is trying to stop you from doing so, because the ego can be so, so tricky, if you can look past that and you do something for you, move in any way, shape, or form, and also tap into your breath, in any way, shape, or form, every single day, rarely missing a beat, then I feel like it just opens something within you that allows you to experience your own magic. (laughs) It really does, though. So no matter what your chart says, like, for example, my chart says something magical is likely to happen, and I think it's end of 2022 or 2023, where I know that I'll be 32 and 33 when it uh, happens, so I'm really excited to be turning 32 this month, but I haven't allowed my life to hold on to that hope of that transit that's supposed to be magical. I'm allowing my human to still experience the magic today. Though, trust me, I am excited for whatever magic is to come. Perhaps it's already set in stone, maybe. Or perhaps it's just I'm going to be extremely lucky with whatever I choose to do at that time, whichever path I choose to take, as there are a couple different ones that I've narrowed myself, my mind down to that my soul accepts. Because trust me, my human mind wants to explore at least 15 different avenues. But there's so much power and focus and just having that one vision. And I really took some time, especially even on the break, to really feel out which exact path to take. Because I thought in 2020 it was one way. And then... I started to feel and, you know, want to experience some other avenues. And I feel like I've narrowed this vision down to two possibilities that I'm going to have my eyes on, but I'm going to narrow that down to one. These two possibilities, my soul is happy with either path, which is pretty awesome. I feel like our soul is happy with a variety of paths. Now, it is up to our human to be decisive and choose that one path to just place our attention on, focus our attention on it, and woo, so much will manifest from that in time as long as we really stay focused, eyes on the prize. And so that is something that I will be feeling and experiencing the next few weeks while I'm here. And I feel like an answer will come soon. (laughs) I do. All right. With all that said, let's just jump right into the questions, shall we? You know what? Let's start with a little spicy question, okay? This first question, you know, might get pretty personal, but it's a fun question. And I'm happy someone asked about it as... I've been there as well. So, so Maya S. from Massachusetts suggested this topic, sex and mindfulness, getting out of your head, matching the vibes, the wavelength of your significant other, and how to create your own magic in that. This is such an empowering topic to explore our sexuality. To be honest, I didn't fully know what I wanted in bed till my mid-20s. And there's no shame in that. I guess given my background of how I was raised, I felt like there might have been some shame around masturbation. And I let those go and I decided to just explore myself. Hopefully 
that happens for many of you at a younger age, especially once you start to become more sexual or sexually active. But I just, I let go of the fears and the stories around it. My parents never shamed it. It was more so the outer world that shamed it, uh, especially in the place I grew up in. I felt there a lot of shame around having sex, even though I had been doing it for 10 years already, but I didn't fully enjoy it or understand it. And I was always in my head about it until I was able to explore what I enjoy. And the way I learned about what I enjoyed was through my own time in my own bed with myself, finding out my pleasure spots, what really, really works for me. And when I took that time, sex became so much better. But there were other narratives and stories I also had to let go of. And I had to set up some boundaries and accept certain aspects when it comes to allowing a sexual partner in. Sex is something to enjoy. It's not an ideal time for those unwanted thoughts to arrive. I understand what it's like to be in your head when you are so vulnerable and you're not quite sure why you're not in it in this moment. I've been there and most of us have. So I've learned that those were times that A, I didn't also fully connect with or trust or honestly feel 100% safe with my partner because I didn't fully know them or B, you know, I had performance worries like performance anxiety, I guess you could say, whether that be about my naked self or about how I was showing up in bed. Was I good enough? Or C, for a lot of people, there's sexual trauma that has happened in their past and it takes time to allow yourself to let go and it's okay to give yourself time till you are ready. But C definitely, I think, requires professional help to navigate. And, you know, D, it happens for no reason. Just intrusive thoughts arrive. Unwanted, totally unannounced, very much out of the blue. I did not ask for them to come, but they do. And then E, fill in the blank. There are numerous reasons why people might have a hard time in bed or can't get out of their head. When it comes to matching the vibes or the wavelength of your significant other, I, I, do believe that that happens prior to sex. You know when you have sexual chemistry with someone or you know when you are just really attracted to someone and naturally, organically, there are vibes that have been matched if you two are vibing, if you two have that chemistry. And if you don't fully connect with that person beforehand, or you don't know if you're fully ready to be with them, listen to that. You don't need to be in bed with them before you two have fully made a match and you feel confident and ready to just let go and be vulnerable with this person, be intimate with this person in the most vulnerable state. So anyway, when it comes to sex, and let's say you've connected with the person, yet you still can't get out of your head, do you think it's possible that one of the avenues I listed might be a reason or do you have another reason whatever it is explore that become aware of the why and if it's one of the reasons i listed then you likely have a certain level of anxiety around sex so that's okay that's 
actually very common. That's normal. I've obviously been there too because I had sex for probably like eight, nine, ten years before I even fully, fully just allowed myself to let go and enjoy it. And, you know, most people I talk to, most women at least I know, have experienced what I've listed on some level when we talk deeply about this specific topic. And there's no shame around it. This is just a natural human experience that a lot of us need some time to explore and explore for ourselves. Anyway, what avenue might it be? Like I said, is it feeling safe around someone or do you think it's your performance or your looks? Or are there other things going on in your life that are distracting you from letting go when you're at your most vulnerable? Or what, what, what could it be? What could it be that usually takes you out of the moment? Pinpointing what thoughts arise and why is the first step to being able to release this before the next time that the magic happens. So what is arising within you as an anxiety that blocks the pleasure and impacts your sexual relationships and of course, honestly, your overall well-being as well. And maybe it's that it's not even just matching with a partner. Maybe you're someone and it's totally okay who wants to really deeply fall in love with someone before you are in bed, in bed with them. I mean, that is, and maybe that's something for you to examine as well. But anyway, I'm no stranger to, to sex anxiety either, you know, so I totally, totally get this. And I've accepted as well that anxiety is going to creep in whenever it wants to, unannounced, uninvited, but... Thankfully, there are tools that you can learn and apply till you find the right tool that works for you so you can allow yourself to be present in a moment that your human deserves to enjoy. So before I dive a little deeper, I also wanted to share some quick techniques like applying what you learn in meditation to practice or applying what you learn on the yoga mat to practice, which is recognizing the thoughts and recognizing how they're scrambling and that, you know, they're arriving at a time you don't want them to. So you allow those thoughts to go away. You'll get back to them later and you come back into your body, come back to your senses, especially paying attention to your sensation of touch. Some people might feel each sensation. They examine their body from head to toe and slowly allow themselves to feel each piece of their vessel from their crown all the way down to their toes in the moment. Close your eyes and Take a breath and just focus on the sensation of feeling in the moment. It also never hurts to tell your partner. Communication is also key. That will help the process as well. And maybe you guys can slow down a bit, take some more time so you can get out of your head and repeat some mantras. Not together. You can do this in your own mind. Like, I'm present. I'm here. I deserve pleasure. I'm here to feel, whatever it is, some mantra to allow you to be present in the moment. And back to communication as well. Let's say something doesn't feel good because you're experiencing, witnessing your sense of touch, but doesn't feel good. It never hurts. Actually, it's best. And even your partner likes it when you communicate gentler, softer, faster, whatever it is. Communicate what you'd like to feel. And most partners enjoy that, actually. They like to 
hear what pleasures you as they want to pleasure you. But yeah, so, and that's if something obviously doesn't feel good and that's what you're focused on, definitely express that and that's normal as well. So if for whatever reason you still are not present, yeah, and then before you jump into bed with someone, like I said, ask yourself if you feel comfortable communicating with them during the process. And if there's someone you don't feel comfortable talking with them or letting them know how you want to feel, then perhaps you don't feel totally safe with them. As again, you are in your most vulnerable position and not everyone deserves that luxury of being with you. No matter if it's about making love or if it's a one-hit wonder situation, know if you are feeling comfortable enough to be able to communicate with them if you have to. Hopefully, there will be a time you can just let go and just enjoy, but if this is something that you're working on, let them know beforehand that it's been an issue with you. And again, if you can't let them know that, that is a huge sign in and of itself. Anyway, the best sex that I've had is when I feel totally safe with my partner. And it's also been when I'm the one that wants to jump their bones, but when I'm the one that makes the first move, not when they are the ones that make the first move. I know it might be a personal desire, but I feel like when I am ready and want to make the first move with them, that is when I know I'm feeling super comfortable with them. And that's when I enjoy it the most. That's something I've learned about myself. But if they're the one that wants to make the first move and I'm not quite ready, it's just a no. It's an easy, if it's not a hell yes, it's a hell no. And when it is someone that is on my same wavelength, my same vibration, that is when I I just have this inner knowing that this is something that I want. We have that strong connection and I already have really gotten to know them and it's been, we've taken some time. I can't, I, I don't like to just jump in bed with someone I don't really know. I like to take some time to get to know them and I like to feel a level of an assurance that he is also equally interested in me. So yes, I can go months to years without a partner, like sleeping in bed with somebody. You know, I could kiss, but when it comes to actually that vulnerable state, it takes me a while till I find someone that I'm willing to do that with. But again, for some people, they want to know there's going to be a relationship or they want to be in a relationship before that even happens. And that is totally okay. And that's something that you can accept within yourself and let him know as well or her or them. And uh, yeah, that's a boundary that you learn about yourself. So it's so important to feel safe and man, when it comes to the performance anxiety though, ugh, which is so surreal. I know this is a long answer. This is such a long answer, but I feel so passionate about this because I've been there and there's so many pieces to cover in this one specific topic. So before I continue with this one question, I want to share something new with you, which feels reviving to find a new mindfulness app that opens something within you. So I'm so happy to share with you, open a mindfulness studio with meditation, music, breath work, and mindful movement like yoga and Pilates to challenge and restore the body and mind. So open offers unlimited live and on-demand classes with teachers that make you feel like you're 
in person with them. That's nice. So you're just in your bedroom, you're in your hotel room, and you can take a class and feel like you're there with them as Open's immersive cinematic classes transport you to the here and now. And I must say, having headphones on while listening to their meditation does feel immersive and it's nice to experience the breath with the teacher and ugh, you'll know what I'm talking about when you when you hear it. So obviously it's available on your phone, but you can also use your desktop. I use my MacBook Air when I took the classes. And I noticed that you can also practice live with their global community. And so it's nice to be able to choose from endless on-demand tracks that are refreshed daily. Some key benefits when using this app may include alleviating anxiety, increasing energy, help your body simply relax or reduce tension, or help you build a daily practice, breathwork practice, or improving your lung capacity. It aids in emotional processing and even allows you to experience an increase in creativity. So yeah, I do get asked often, all the time, how to start a meditation or a breathwork practice. And I do think guidance is very helpful and it's nice to find an app that works for you and this one you get to try free for 30 days when you use our url and code by going to withopen.com magic and then use the code magic for the 30 days free so it's nice to be able to make a habit of something for free trying it for 30 days and see if you fall in love and amazing and perhaps you've formed a habit and it's also nice to know that you can cancel at any time as well i've been enjoying the on-demand classes which seem to have something for every human's need or mood or energy level and open makes breath work way less intimidating and yeah today i enjoyed a power flow with tara z and i'm looking forward to trying their stretch into sleep before bed with renee manoj diaz has a series that i'm interested in called the eco mind where you'll learn how mindfulness can help support you in navigating the ongoing effects of climate change and to help you address emotions like anxiety grief and overwhelm in the midst of this changing world and experience the power of cultivating compassion for our planet and its inhabitants. So kudos to Open for their amazing roster and also their audio is wonderful. I love the way it just brings you in. Also, there's the community aspect, which is amazing with a live chat during the live classes. I love that. So Open is gifting the listeners 30 days free to try it out. There's a link in the show notes with open.com magic. Again, you can go to withopen dot com slash magic and use code magic for 30 days free unlimited live and on-demand breath work meditation yoga pilates and more and let me know what classes you're trying i'm excited to hear if you like it and maybe i'll even see you in class now on with the show so where were we performance anxiety, I believe. So in performance anxiety, so real, so prevalent in many people's experiences, especially with comparing ourselves to perhaps porn, knowing that people have easy access to porn or comparing ourselves to our friends' experiences or whatever else there is. And that is key to just let go of, let go of what you may have seen or heard 
and just trust that what you have to offer is more than enough because anybody that that is allowed the opportunity to and the luxury to be with you is is lucky enough to just enjoy and embrace whatever it is you're going to offer. And another thing I've learned, especially once you do get off out of your head, you can trust your intuitive instincts like animals do as they roam mother nature and survive. They have their internal instincts on how to survive. You, Your instincts really do kick in. And so trust that. Trust that once you are there and you're present and you let go, trust your instincts and that it's going to be just fine and that your com- partner will communicate something or you can communicate something and it will be beautiful and magical no matter what anyone else has seen. I guarantee your partner is not thinking of or comparing their experience to what they may have seen on porn for example, they're likely just so excited that they're even given this opportunity to be with you that that's all that matters. And so remember that, just remember that, that anyone is so lucky to just be in this experience with you. Forget about looks, forget about, I mean, everyone knows that, for example, all vaginas look differently. Forget about how that looks. They're just excited to be with you. Also, women, we don't need a fake orgasms. That's another thing. We, sometimes we are out of the experience and we get in our head because we worry, oh my gosh, I need to show him that I'm enjoying this. But that kind of takes us out of enjoying it. You'll naturally be able to actually enjoy it when you forget about putting on a performance and faking anything. And yeah, that's just some practical advice that I've also had to ex- tell myself. Take your time doing what you're comfortable with. No need to do anything until you're ready. The buildup to the going to bed will tell you a lot. So let's say you start kissing them. And now if you get lost in the kiss, beautiful. But if you have performance anxiety around the kiss, then maybe it's not time to jump in bed quite yet either. You know, see if you first get lost in their kiss. See if you first get swept away in just, even before the kiss, see if you get lost and swept up and swept into the experience of being with them, that you're not thinking about the future in bed with them, that you're just present with them in the moment. And then when you kiss, see if you get lost in the kiss or if performance anxiety arises. And then tell you are able to just be present with this person who pulls you and draws you in. Until that happens, it might not be time to jump in bed with them. And if your partner is up for it, perhaps try some uh, tantric foreplay. This may really help you develop trust with them as well. Killing two birds with one stone. Oh my gosh, I hate, I hate that saying. I'm going to say the word hate. I hate that saying. Uh, Instead of killing two birds with one stone, I'm going to say win-win situation. So anyway, So there is this tantric foreplay. I don't know if it's a tantric foreplay, but I consider it a tantric foreplay. I know it is tantric related and it's called yayam. It allows you to not only physically get ready for intercourse, but also mentally with this particular individual. So I recommend, you know, starting out fully clothed (laughs) if you'd like. And especially if you don't fully trust them yet, 
And if you do feel like you trust them, but you could be unclothed, but you know, this is, it's, it's your call. It's a free world, right? Anyway, so this is a moment where you can be quiet with your significant other and really be present in this, the harmonious experience that this brings. So with them, your partner sitting on the ground or on the bed with their legs crossed, you sit on top of them and face them with your legs wrapped around them. And if you're comfortable with your feet to not be on the ground, that's fine. Or you can wrap your legs around them and place your feet on the ground, whatever feels comfortable for you. And gaze into each other's eyes, lock eyes, and synchronize your breath. Or if you're more comfortable at first kissing foreheads, then just do that and breathe and be present or kiss ears or kiss cheeks. But the traditional practice is to lock eyes and synchronize your breath and spend some time there before rushing into anything new. And this is just such a powerful way to set up and create the magic together. And it's also a mindfulness tool, an incredibly powerful mindfulness tool, which brings you into this present moment and an effective way to alleviate the future-oriented anxiety that might arise during intercourse. And so that's something I highly recommend if once you feel comfortable with your partner. And if you don't feel comfortable asking this of your partner, then again, maybe it's not time to do that in bed. If they find it wacky or weird, that's okay. They don't have to, obviously. You can still feel comfortable with them without doing this, but it is a beautiful experience for you both to, you know, explore, try something new. So I hope that that helps you alleviate any performance worries. Now, I talked about sexual trauma, and this is a really heavy topic. So if you've experienced this, please, please talk to someone, especially a professional or someone who's been through it. There's also RAIN, which is a national sexual assault hotline. And if you need someone to talk to, um, you can call their hotline, like, allow yourself to feel whatever that ex- whatever energy that experience brought within you, and definitely, again, just talk to someone. I mean, one in three women have experienced sexual trauma. It is possible to enjoy sex again, even though uh, the effect can sometimes be lasting for many. People do heal. People can and do heal. And know as well that many women suffer in silence, so they don't even want to or feel comfortable bringing it up. Uh, Therapists or counselors say that their clients who are abused often don't come to them for, for years or even decades after it happened. And many women don't even want to share their story in fear of, you know, having to bring it up in front of a jury or a court or even face their perpetrator again. So they don't press charges or tell anyone who might encourage pressing charges. So a lot of people suffer in silence with this. And so if you've been a victim to this, you're not alone and your trauma response is so valid and it's not your fault. And it's totally okay to confide in someone who will keep it confidential or not make it known to the world. And that's why it's nice to go to a professional who legally is not allowed to make it known to the world. And they also have the tools to really help you navigate this, like CBT and other means as well. Anyway, so... And then again, sometimes the intrusive thoughts come up for no reason, like I said. So when that happens, recognize the thoughts, allow them to go away, come back into your body, focus on your five senses, especially your sense of touch, and 
perhaps recite a mantra like I am here or I deserve pleasure and maybe if it's not any of the above then journal and explore what it might possibly be meditate and see if you receive an answer see if something comes through so Maya I hope this answered or helped answer helping you get out of your head and into your body during one of the most magical experiences humans have the luxury of experiencing in this life and I know you will find someone that matches your vibe this will be something that you really will have an inner knowing of when you two connect and talk and really get to know each other and then naturally organically you'll create your own magic in that so begin to have fun with this no need to overthink anything that is key no need to overthink You subconsciously heard the nuggets that work for you and simply just allow yourself to be and enjoy. I love a natural look with some shimmer. I love that lightly soft contour, but add, of course, some shimmer and some blush, some highlighter, a whisk of eyeliner on the outer edges, and, of course, a strong lengthening mascara that does not clump. Or flake. That's basically the look I usually go for. So whether you like a more natural look or full glam or somewhere in between, you'd love Thrive Cosmetics because you're not only getting quality cosmetics, but you're also contributing to a good cause. And you also might already know of them as they have a pretty viral, vibrant turquoise tube on social media for their mascara. And it is a game changer. It is. I'm so happy that Thrive Cosmetics is not just stunning, but also 100% vegan and cruelty-free. And it's packed with clean, skin-loving ingredients. Their high-performance formula set the bar high with uncompromising standards. So no wonder their bestsellers boast thousands of glowing five-star reviews. And what also makes them even more more special is that every purchase with Thrive Cosmetics contributes to making communities thrive, hence the name. I mean, it's also spelled C-A-U-S-E Medics, Thrive Cosmetics. So it's not just about beauty. I mean, they're truly about giving back. So with your support, they donate products and funds to support communities in need through responsive giving. That's why they've been my beauty obsession since 2020. I've been using their Liquid Lash Extensions Mascara since 2020. I mean, this is a magical mascara that lasts all day without a hint of clumping or smudging or flaking. And removal is a breeze as all I need is warm water and a washcloth. Pretty simple. And also here's the best part. The nourishing ingredients in this flake free tubing formula not only gives you the length and definition that you crave, but also it supports longer, stronger, and healthier looking lashes over time. It's a love story for your lashes. So Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com magic. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E, M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash magic for 20% off your first order. This is a fun one. This is from Abby from a different matrix. I mean, same. We're all in a different matrix. Anyway, Abby writes, if you were to wake up in an alternate dimension or even in this dimension, but you were able to role play for a day as someone else, or not even an entire day, but like Hannah Montana, you live two different selves, what would your alter ego be? (laughs) I love the idea of an alternative self bridging a gap who you've 
you know, been and who you have the potential to be. Or I also love the idea of it shattering the walls and illusions of how you feel you have to show up in this world. Like you have to still be this person that you feel stuck in that you might not resonate with anymore. We all evolve. We all grow. And that's the beauty of life. And so if it's this life, you know, and I'm walking in this vessel, there are a few avenues that I can definitely see for fun, you know, just to play around with. But man, if it's an alternate dimension, like a paralleled universe, then I for sure would want to be beyond human. I mean, I'd want the superpowers. I mean, right, in this reality, we're all beyond human. But you know what I mean? I would really want, I'd want to be pink. I would want superpowers. I would want a unicorn horn. Eh, Maybe not that, but I would want superpowers. You know, maybe superpowers like obviously flying, duh. Um, You know, I think that Eleven in Stranger Things has some pretty cool superpowers as well. But I wouldn't want to hurt anyone. I'd want to use those for peace. And if you're familiar with Stranger Things as well, I would not want the alternate universe to be like the upside down. Obviously, I'd want it to be a colorful, beautiful, maybe faintly glittery and shimmery, you know? maybe I've thought about this a few times. It'd be cool. Sometimes I see a paralleled self in another dimension that looks totally different. I have a feeling that there are other universes out there that are very similar, akin to this one, but look a bit different, of course, and probably more evolved. Oh, man. But in this life, mm, I guess an alter ego that I would just want to do for fun. I guess she'd be super gregarious, perhaps even love social media. You know, maybe she's a little mix of Aphrodite and Marilyn Monroe-esque. That'd be an awesome alter ego. That's how I would see it. There's also actually some, I, I joke with Brie, for example, that I have this other ego self um, who just, you know, she just has fun. She doesn't really care about too much. She lets free. She lets loose. She's a free spirit. She runs wild. She's fiery. And yeah, she does make an entrance and I quite like her. And she's the one, like I told Brie that I'm going to Chippendales in Vegas for my close cousin's bachelorette. And I've never been, well, I've been to Vegas because my brother lived there. And so I had to go like many times through the year. It was basically a second home when I was a kid growing up, but that doesn't count. I like haven't really except for once with my old company when we did the Billboard Music Awards. But I didn't ever really experience Vegas in my adulthood. It just never really called to me. But I've I've been curious about Chippendales. I feel like it will be fun. We'll see. Um, And so I told Brie about that. And she's like, oh, I'm excited for Rachel to enjoy Vegas. (laughs) Yep, that will be Rachel indeed. But yeah, so... But if I did have this alter ego that I created, I would have her be Aphrodite meets Marilyn-esque, very into her sexuality. I do sometimes dream of being someone like that, and who knows? Maybe she'll arrive and arise sometime. This is one of those kind of questions that another answer will come to me later, and I'll be like, oh, I wish I said that as well. Uh, So yeah, this question's definitely going to be on my mind. All right, next question is... Oh, I love this pseudonym. Golden Wolf from the Forest. Caribbean and Nordic. 
I'm Puerto Rican and Polish and am often conflicted on how, which region to study the practice I am reliving deep into myself and I want to read more about the craft. However, I am unclear on what books to read. I've read both The Alchemist and Celestine Prophecy and love them both. Are there any craft workbooks? Which one am I? Episode 300, I identified with Wolves 2, all about the pack, but roams alone most of the time. Love the forest too. Yes, fellow wolf, wolverine, she-wolf, fellow she-wolf. Or actually, I don't know. You have a pseudonym, golden wolf. So I'll say fellow wolverine. Mm. Man, there's so much for you to explore. That is so exciting. And you might even discover something within yourself beyond this, beyond what your human knows about your human now, like being Puerto Rican and Polish. Like as you explore further, you might really learn more about your soul, for example, or what crafts you might be drawn to. Now, I'm sure that you brought this up when, I believe this is when I was talking about how I was interested in exploring more of my Scottish heritage and how how witches connected with the universe through nature then with their rituals and I was exploring that during the full moon and so yeah if you have learned about the Puerto Rican or Polish rituals which rituals which Polish definitely has many I could definitely see Caribbean as well I don't know if there's witches of the Caribbean and if there are that would be awesome um, but for sure Polish definitely has look into actually slavic witch rituals you know google everything you should know about polish witches if you haven't already i did a quick little research and i guess poland.com seems to have a pretty comprehensive take on it and anyway polish listeners correct me if i'm wrong on this but uh go to lysa gora in saint cross mountains i guess according to legends tales and stories it is a place where witches met for the sabbaths and i'm sure you'll find more about their rituals there and there's something so empowering about knowing that perhaps your ancestors did this ritual as well and i feel like it's a stronger experience it's more profound like it's really going to work because it's been in your bloodline am i right on that i don't know that's just the feeling i got when I was doing the Gaelic ritual uh, and it was so fun. So I know that with Norse paganism, Slavic paganism, Gaelic paganism, nature is sacred and that spiritual enlightenment comes through the natural cycles of birth, growth, and death. And there's a reason why, you know, we have such a connection to this. Also, there's a lot to of us, like a lot of trauma to still release, ancestral trauma. I mean, witches were burned at the stake. And even people that didn't even practice but just got blamed for no reason were at the stake. Yeah, but I mean, there are historical markings that go back to the 17th century for us to explore. So I don't know what specific books of your region, but just some that some witchcraft books that I've explored. I haven't read many. And this one is by Raymond Buckland, Buckland's Complete Book of Witchcraft. Amazing. So yeah, Buckland's Complete Book of Witchcraft. And then there's also, I read The Green Witch, which is by Murphy Hiscock. I quite enjoyed The Book of Shadows. I haven't read every single word, but I just read the pieces that really stuck out to me. I'd like to read 
the entire thing, though, by Mankey. Oh, and of course, there's Witch, Unleash, Untamed, Unapologetic by Lisa Lister. Another one to put on your list. And of course, Pop Magic by someone who's been on this podcast before, Alex Kazemi. So, great question that I'm sure is on other people's minds as well. All right, last question, because I like to do these in fours. Keisha, or Kesha, Keisha, I believe, in NY asks, what is the most valuable message you've received from interviewing guests on this podcast? Mm, I've had to really sit with this one. And there's so many pieces of advice and messages that I've received. And I feel like they come to me in moments I need to apply them. But I do genuinely believe, and I can't pinpoint one specific guest because I feel like many guests have brought this up, but I do believe that you innately, intuitively know what is right for you. And there's going to be a hundred different voices in your ear at all times. So the most powerful thing and most profound thing you can do for yourself is sit with yourself, listen within yourself, listen to this inner voice, this whisper within yourself, and trust that it will nudge you in the right direction. But be patient with it, be quiet, sit with it, and tune within and see what this voice has to offer given whatever circumstance you are going through. And this whisper can show up in a variety of ways. For some people, it's just a feeling. For some people, it might actually be a voice within. For some people, it might be a really strong thought that gives you chills. For some people, it might be a vivid vision. That's usually how mine come. And some might receive their messages delivered through signs, through nature, through messages you see on billboards or driver's licenses, you know? But just when that message is delivered to you, trust it. And you really have the power within you to create the magical world you want for yourself once you commit and focus and dance with the universe during this human experience. Also that there are so many tools, so many messages, so many different modalities to explore. And, you know, some may be fun, but may not be something that you want to commit your life to. Or something might really, you might really soak up and you're really drawn to that. And focus on the ones that really connect with you. And it connects with you for a reason. It doesn't have to connect with everybody, but it does happen to connect with you. So we're all wired uniquely. Use the tools, pocket the messages, and practice the modalities, the systems, the rituals that resonate with you. Also, see if you can let go of any taught narratives or biases that you learned as a child and be open to exploring something else and seeing if that is true. You might go back to what you learned as a child, but I feel like you receive more of life if you let go of those narratives, those stories, those teachings, anything that it has been a dogmatic practice, and give yourself permission to explore more of this human life than living in a certain box or field of what you've been taught. 
It's fun to explore life in that way. And who knows, maybe you'll find more compassion and empathy for those that live differently than you do. And I think that's very important to put yourself in other people's shoes to have more compassion and empathy for others and not just dismiss it because your neighbors are. And also self-awareness and soul awareness as well, I feel like are keys to just having a better experience in life. When you explore a variety of tools and modalities and uh, you, you find what helps you connect. For some people, it's journaling and meditating daily. For some people, it's walking in nature. Or maybe it's a mix, a variety of it all. And find the practices that you align with most for self-care, that you love most for self-care, and do more of that. And it doesn't have to look like anybody else's vision of it. You can explore so many tools or so many ways to find that time of peace, rejuvenation, relaxation, and connection within. Yeah, you find what really works for you. We're all so different. There's so many messages, but those are what are coming to heart in this moment. Anyway, I hope that you enjoyed this podcast episode. This was so fun, and I'm looking forward to connecting with you again soon. So, With all that said, I hope that you have a magical rest of your week. Next week, we have a full moon, so I'll have a full moon episode next week as well. The final full moon episode as well, so man, if you have any topic suggestions for the next series, feel free to send them to the topic box. And uh, yeah, I hope that you enjoyed this episode. I'm sending all my love, more solo Q&As to come. And feel free to submit your questions and topic ideas to the topic box at yourownmagic.life. Gemma. Yomis, that is a wrap. That is a wrap for this episode. I hope that something spoke deeply to you, expanded you in some way. Please let me know if so. You can catch me on Instagram at Raquel Mantra. I spell Raquel a different way than most, so you can see the spelling in the show notes. Or hang out with the Yomis, the like-minded, very conscious and expansive and helpful souls on the Euro Magic Facebook group especially a place to turn to when it comes to, well, whatever you're going through. And there are several tools on the euromagic.life membership site. All right, well, thank you so, so much and have a magical rest of your day.